Hi, this is Axe Christian Center, and we're so glad that you chose to join us today. Are you looking for a miracle? Are you just wondering when is God going to show up? Well, I'm here to encourage you that your miracle is on the way. Stay tuned as Pastor Rodney will encourage us with this timely message. Your miracle is on the way. But I'm ready for this week. Somebody say this week. This week. This week. This week. Your miracle. Your miracle. My miracle. My miracle. Is on the way. Is on the way. Is that all right if it's on the way? Yes. Amen. Can somebody holler at me if you if you if you okay when someone says that? Don't worry, I got you. It's on the way. Are you okay with that, or is yeah. it that you gotta have it in your hand, in your possession right now? I'm okay if I know it's on the way. God is trying to tell us that he's setting us up that this week. Somebody say, this week, this week your, miracle, your miracle, my miracle, my miracle is on the way. That's right. Way. That God wants for us to begin to just begin just to press in. You know, uh, just by nature and just by education, you know, I have this tendency to be way too scientific. I'm trying to prove things and ask questions but how many people know that I've gotten to the place right now in my life where I don't have no more questions? I think I've asked enough questions. I think I've asked long enough. When is it going to get better? So now I've got to begin to press in and just say, come on, God, I just need a miracle. Amen? Well, I can just begin to throw up my hands and just say, I don't know. All I know is that, God, you've got to show up. Is there anybody that's out there right now that know that just God just got to show up because of he doesn't show up, and I don't get this miracle. It just ain't going to work. Yeah. And, you know, I, uh, I used to have problems with that. I used to have issues with that. But, you know, that's exactly where we need to be is that we have to be in a place where we're completely relying upon God to do something that we can't do for ourselves. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, welcome this morning, Acts Christian Center. Welcome. I think God is going to speak to our lives and just kind of help us to be encouraged this week. Anybody ready to be encouraged this week? Anybody had any discouraging news? Yeah, we probably all have, but I want to tell you that this week, your miracle is on the way. My miracle is on the way. And so, you know, I've just been thinking about that. I've been thinking about the mere fact that uh, we've been sitting back and just like day to day, not knowing what's going to happen next. We know we don't control what's going to happen next. And we know it all sounds familiar because the people of God have often been in places where they didn't know what was going to happen next. But can I just be, begin to tell you guys, they still believe. Yeah. There's a verse in that song where he says, I don't have to see it. <laughs> But I know he's going to do it because he is worthy. Yes, because I know that he's worthy that I don't have to see it. And so this week, we're going to take a look at some people in the Bible, amen, that needed a miracle. Amen. All right. Right. Y'all ready for that? Yes. Y'all ready to look at some people that was ready for a miracle because they didn't have what it took amen. to be able to fix it themselves. I like that. And you have to ask yourself this question, that what you're going through, can you fix it? Or are you relying upon God? Can you hand me my Bible, my paper Bible this morning? I'll take either, either one, whichever one you can get to quick, the quickest. All right. 
All right, man, I got my flipper Bible with me today. Amen. And we're going to take a look in Matthew chapter 9. You guys ready for that? Yeah. We're looking at some people that had spent their lives, you know, waiting for things to get better. And they didn't necessarily get better. But uh, Jesus showed up and he just began to, to, to let them know that it's going to get better. Because you got a miracle that is on the way. All right. Well, while I'm flipping and while you're flipping, why don't I just take a moment and just pray? Father, I just come before you in the name of Jesus, and I just begin to thank you that, Lord, that you're stirring something in our hearts, Lord God, in our spirits, Lord God, to believe, Lord God, that we're getting ready to come up out of this thing, Lord God. Whatever it is, Lord God, that has had us down, Lord God, that had a hold on us, that, Lord, you're releasing us, Lord God, to come where you are and believe, Lord God, for our miracle. So I thank you for every person, Lord God, being able to receive the best that you have for them in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, Matthew chapter 9, is that where we're going? Chapter 9. Matthew chapter 9. You know, in the Bible, it talks about how Jesus performed miracles, didn't he? Mm -hmm. And I love this one in chapter 9 because it says, starting in verse 1, Jesus climbed into a boat and went back across the lake. To his own town, some people brought to him brought to him a paralyzed man on a mat. Seeing their faith, Jesus said to the paralyzed man, "Take heart, son. Your sins are forgiven. Given. Blasphemy. This man talks like he is God." Some of the teachers of the religious law said amongst themselves. Jesus knew what they were thinking, so he asked them, Why are you thinking such evil thoughts? Is it easier to say your sins are forgiven or get up and walk? I will prove that I, the Son of Man, have authority on earth to forgive sins. Jesus turned to the paralyzed man and said, Stand up, take your mat, and go home, because you are healed. The man jumped up and what? Went home. Fear swept through the crowd as they saw this happen right before their eyes. They praised God for sending the man with such great authority. Amen. Amen. So I don't know what you guys might have just heard. But what I just heard is that there was a man that was on a mat that couldn't get up. And there were some other folks that were sitting around talking about, you know, should this man be able to talk about he can heal this man or what should happen? But I don't know about you, but if I've been the one that's on the mat that need to be able to walk again, I'm going to go with the man who's able to say, get up and, and, and take your mat and walk. I, I think I'm going to take that option. And that's what God is trying to get us to do is to take the option where he can and because he can, he will. And so what we hear is that Jesus knew their thoughts. Mm -hmm. he, he knew their thoughts, but he knew the heart of the man that was paralyzed. And he also knew the heart of those people who had brought him in. And Jesus says that your sins have been forgiven. He says, go ahead and just take up your mat and walk. So what did the man do? He took up his mat and he went home. Did y'all hear that? This was a man who came in that was laying on a mat who needed somebody to help him. Yeah. But he left out, rolled up his mat, and went home. Mm -hmm. He ain't ever probably walked in such a long time 
They just says, you know, don't matter. I'm just going to do what he tells me to do. And so it brings us to our first point of this. I don't know about y'all, but when life gets hard enough, we have no question. We have no other questions to do other than to call on the name of the Lord. Yes, he is. God is worthy to be praised. You know, there are just situations that we go through in life that we just cannot fix. You know, it's nothing like a good old fashioned problem (laughs) that you can't fix. The one that, you know, you stewed over night after night and you wake up day in and day out and you still haven't conquered it. And, you know, all you can do is call on the name of the Lord. I don't know about y'all, but either way I look at it, my miracle is on the way. Come on, whether, you know, God does it for me or whether God gives me the insight to be able to do it. But my miracle is on the way because I know it was nothing that I can do to make it right, to fix it. And so that brings us to this other point, right? Tremendous point that we see here in this text is that the people needed to see God move supernaturally. Because do y'all see that? You see that uh, in in that verse? And uh, at the end, it says, fear swept through the crowd as they saw this happen right before their what? Their eyes. So these were people who knew that this was not a prank. (laughs) That this guy really could not walk because they knew him. A lot of them grew up with him. They knew that he had an issue. But here it says they praise God. Come on, y'all. They praise God. And I think God wants for us to get back to just some good old-fashioned church, some good old-fashioned where you know, God, I don't know how this happened, but I'm going to praise you. I call on the name of the Lord because he's so worthy to be praised. And there's something that has to go deep down inside of us when we begin to realize that there was a man who came who had such great authority to forgive sins and cause this man to be what? Healed. Yeah. This man was healed, y'all. So people needed to see God move supernaturally. You know, the other point that I see about this is that there is a revival that is coming. Come on. Your miracle is on the way, but revival is on its way too. Because we all need to see God move. Amen. In a way that we've never seen him move in our life. Our generation. Can you imagine that? That we're living in a day and a time where we're sitting back saying, God's getting ready to do something. He's getting ready to do something that is powerful. Mm -hmm. He's getting ready to let everybody know how much God he really is. And we've only read about it. We read about the great revival that took place at Azusa. And, you know, and throughout the world, we've seen these moves. But do y'all not know that God is getting things ready to move by his spirit? And we're going to see it. And we're going to be the one that's testifying. We're going to be like them people in the Bible. Mm -hmm. It happened right before our eyes. All of the problems that we had that man could not fix, God fixed them. Woo, I'm going to call on the name of the Lord because he is so worthy to be praised. You know, the next person that I just want to take a look at, Jessica and I, we were talking about, you know, what were some of the 
uh, our favorite miracles that we saw Jesus perform. And this was one of the ones for Jessica was the man who who uh, who they took him on, had him on the mat. Right. And, and what she had to say about that was that it was just amazing Dad, because when that guy was healed, you know what? He wasn't the only person who received a miracle. The other people received it too because they seen it right before their eyes. I don't know about y'all, but when you begin to see that God can do it, amen, for somebody else, then that ought to give you confidence that God can do it for who? He can do it for me. Somebody say, your miracle, miracle. my miracle miracle. is on the way. way. Yeah, God wants for us to know that our miracle this week week. is on the way. So how many people have something that they need for God to begin to move and you believe for this week? Come on, this week. Come on. I know it's all right for y'all to believe, you know, well, Lord, I don't need that for another 10 years. But this week I need something. And I believe that it's on the way. Turn to John chapter 5. I want to look at this other story. I I just love this story because this is a story that took place, you know, uh, over a 38-year period. Mm -hmm. And this is somebody else that is going through something. Amen. For 38 years. Somebody that's looking for God to show up for 38 years. That might be you. It might be a very long time that you've been waiting for God to move in such a way. But I'm here to tell you that God can move. Amen. Amen. That that time isn't God's issue. Mm-hmm. God's issue is you. Right. Can, I, can I say that? That time isn't the issue. You are the issue. But in John chapter 5, verse 1, he says, Afterwards, Jesus returned to Jerusalem for one of the Jewish holy days. Inside the city, near the sheep gate, was the pool Bethesda. With five covered porches, crowds of sick people, blind, lame, or paralyzed, lay on the porch. One of the men lying there had been sick for 38 years. When Jesus saw him and knew how long he had been ill, he asked him, would you like to be well? <laughs> Come on, y'all. I've been waiting 38 years to be healed. And somebody will ask me this question. Don't you got you got to love. You got to love us. You got to love us as people. Jesus asked the question, would you like to be healed? Then verse seven, he says, I can't, sir. The sick man said, I have no one to help me into the pool. When the water is stirred, while I am trying to get there, someone else gets always gets ahead of me. Wait a minute. I, I don't know if y'all know it or not, but that wasn't the question. That wasn't, was it? The, the, the question is, do you want to get well, right? And, and so that, that this, it just takes us back, right? Why is it that God asks us, do you want this? Do you want this this week? Do you want your miracle now? We have to go and say, well, God, you know, let me just tell you my story. You know, let me, tell, let me just tell you all about it. Wait a minute, but the Bible just said that Jesus saw this man. He saw that he wanted it. God sees that that you want it. He sees how bad you want it. And we have somehow caused ourselves to say, well, wait, wait. I want it, but nobody want to help me. Wait a minute. God isn't interested right now in if anybody's helping you. What he's interested in, do you want it? Do you want to get well? And the guy, he goes on to tell his story, as many of us do. Well, you know, ain't nobody trying to help me. You know how they look at us? Mm-hmm. People always look at us and like, forget him. 
Forget her. Mm, I'm getting mine, right? And that was the case. That is true. But right now, what is true is that God is looking at him. And God is looking at you. And he wants to know, what is it that you want? Do you want to get well? Do you want to sit around and talk about, oh, well, you know, how bad they treated me? Yeah, they did. But I'm asking you right now, do you want it? God's asking you, do you want it? All right, let's continue this story. So while I am trying to get there, someone else gets ahead of me. Jesus told him, stand up, pick up your sleeping mat, and walk. Instantly, the man was healed. He rolled up the mat and began walking. But this miracle happened on a Sabbath day. So the Jewish leaders objected. Wait a minute. My miracle just came. Yeah. I just got up and walked. And you want to question it. <laughs> I, I understand the rules and, and, and the laws and everything, but something just happened great for me. And, and, and now you're saying that I got it. what, give it back? <laughs> something that hadn't been able to happen for me for 38 years? Come on now. So I, I, I think God is trying to challenge us here, is that because man say you got to give it up, do you give it up? If God's giving you something, or do you hold on to that? But he says, he replied, the man who healed me said, pick up your sleeping mat and walk. Who says such a thing as this? They demanded. The man didn't know, for Jesus had disappeared into the crowd. But afterwards, Jesus found him in the temple and told him, now you are well, so stop sinning or something even worse will happen to you. So what is it about this story that tells us that your miracle is on the way? I look at this story and I see that Jesus saw this man. He saw that this man had been struggling to get help that he needed for 38 years. And what God did immediately, it says, is that they can't help you, but I can. Amen. Amen. Aren't you glad we serve a God who looks at you and says that they can't help you, but I can? Yeah. Sounds like some of the other things we hear with man is impossible, but with God it is possible. Amen. God wants for us to know that it is possible. So I don't know what it is that you're experiencing right now in life. All I want to just begin to just do is just agree that your miracle it is on the way because God sees you. He sees what you have need of. And he's just asking you the simple question. Do you want to be better? Do you want to be well? Do you want to see restoration? What is it that you want in your life that man can't do for you, but only God can? That's what God wants to do for you. Jessica was also talking about the other miracle that she so enjoyed. She said it was the, the woman with the issue of blood. She, she said, you know, that, that one right there was something. You know, that was baffling. She says because for 12 years, she had to walk around and tell people. Unclean. I'm unclean. She had to walk around and tell people her, her, her issue. I don't know about y'all. When I'm going through stuff, you know, I ain't trying to let y'all know. No, I ain't broadcasting every day. Y'all see me. But the other thing that I like about this is that God saw her. 
And that, you know, we look at it and we saw that it was instantaneous, but God had been watching her for 12 years. She's been preparing herself. She's been preparing her heart for this moment where she can get to the place says, you know what? I'm out of questions. Everything that I have tried in, in, in the natural realm, every, every question that I've asked, all of the money that I've spent has not worked. I'm just getting ready to do something that I ain't seen nobody do it. Ain't nobody told me to do it. All I know is that what I need is right there. And all I got to do is reach out and touch his him. And I'm going to be well. I'm not I'm I'm spent my last day walking around telling people my problem. What I'm going to begin to tell everybody is that I don't know. I tested him and now I am well. That's what God's looking for us. He's looking for us to begin to say, you know what? I've been in this situation. I guess God, I did everything I can do. But I'm to the place now where I have nothing else to say. I am sick and tired of talking to people about my issue. I'm ready to move forward. He's looking for you to reach out by faith. Come on, by faith. My miracle. My miracle is on the way. On the way. It's on the way. This week. This week. That's right. Keep reminding us, Jessica. It's this week. Come on. All right. So you know the thing that I like about the pool is that it also lets us know that the pool was one way. How many people know it wasn't the only way? Mm-hmm. We get so caught up is that there's only one way that God's going to do something. God can move. A thousand ways, a million ways, because he is God. And that's what God did, is that he moved a different way. The woman with the issue. Come on. The doctor was one way. People was one way. But God had a whole nother way. He was waiting for her just to reach out and just say, whoo, I'm healed. So can we be real and just answer the question sometime? Can we just be real and just answer the question? Question is, do you want to be, do you want to be well? Answer the question. Come on, what's your issue? Do you want to be delivered from it? Come on, answer the question. We talking about real, we talking about being real, right? You know, they say sometime in church we're not real enough, are we? Well, guess what? We ain't in church right now. We in my living room. Can we just be real? Huh? Can we just talk about I'm just sick and tired of going through what I've been going through and I'm ready for my miracle. Come on, you know how y'all talk to me if we ain't in church? If we just standing out there on the block, y'all talking to me about real. I'm just sick and tired now. You know, I'm just, I'm, I'm just something, something got to give. That's how we talk when we being real. Why can't we be real with God like that? We just, you know, God, I need something from you. You're the only one who can give me what I really need. Can we just be real and just talk to Jesus and then the other thing that I put here that Jesus reminded this man, he says, now that you've been healed, he says, can you go and change your ways? What he's saying is that there's some sin and some different things that may have got you into your situation. But whatever it is, whatever it is, whatever it is that got you where you are, can you not do that again? Come on. Are you willing to change your ways? And I just want to close with this miracle right here. How many people remember the feeding of the 5,000? Yeah. Yeah, it was a miracle. I love that. And we're not going to get into that verse, but what I love about it was this, is that 
they needed a miracle that day. Why? Because they was out there. They was getting the word, man. They was in church. They was hitting it hard. They was leaning all the way in, all the way in. And somebody says, you know what? When we going to eat, y'all? And they looked at us like, man, shoot, we, ain't got, we ain't got nothing in here, man, to feed all these people. We can't even go to the store and buy this much food. What we going to do? Jesus says, who out there got something? It was just this one little boy who gave all. Can I say that again? It was one who came and he gave it all. Come on, y'all. We're going to get there in a minute. There was one who came and he gave it all. He didn't hold nothing back. The little boy gave up the whole lunch. Jesus took the lunch. He blessed it. And he caused it to multiply in all that was there ate. Oh, no, y'all not with me on that one. It was one who gave all, but all ate. You tell me, how is that fair? And God ain't worried about it being fair. What he's worried about is magnifying. Uh, he, he, what, he, what he has the concern on is making sure that you're provided for. That's what he's demonstrating here, is that you are provided for. But what he needs is participation. Amen? Yeah, we want to see things change, but who's willing to give up that lunch? Come on. There's a miracle that needs to happen, and God's asking you, are you willing to give? What is it that he's asking you to give? I don't know. That's between you and God, just like it was between God and this little boy. Because I don't know about y'all, you know, he could have been like most little boys. Shoot, man, I'm I'm going to share this lunch, but I ain't going to share it all. But there was something about it where he says, I got to give it all, the whole thing, all of it. And he did, and we saw the miracle and read about the miracle. Now, like I said, it was one also who came, and he gave it all. His name is Jesus. Come on, y'all. Jesus came. He gave it all. He didn't take nothing back. He left it all poured out for us. To be able to say, yes, Jesus, I receive. That's what he's looking at. So I had this question. I had this question. Because what I want to know is, after all this happened, the little boy gave his lunch and everybody ate. That at the end, how did this affect the disciples? How do you... How do you sit under the person who is performing a miracle to feed all these people? How does that affect you? Yeah, that's a great question. How does that affect you? That you're sitting around people that are miracles. God is performing miracles around you. Are you one of the ones that get upset because you didn't have the gift to give that will cause the miracle to happen. You weren't the one to be the agent to produce the miracle. Are you one of the ones that can't explain it so you get upset? Are you one of the ones that look at it and say, mm, Jesus, he, he did his thing, y'all. I think his disciples walked away different that day. They walked away believing that the person that I'm following ain't no ordinary man. That he really does have power that is power. Yeah. Come on, y'all. 
You know, we hang out with some people that say, I got power. But they ain't got no Jesus power. That Jesus had some God power. He had that type of power that can move some things. He can cause some things in your life to change. Because remember, also these same disciples were sitting there fishing one day. Hadn't caught nothing all night. Jesus showed up and said, cash your net on the other side. They cast their nets on the other side, and the nets began to break. It was so many fish. So, were they affected? Yeah. Are you affected? Yeah. God wants you to be affected to believe that he can and he will. Amen? Somebody say this week. This week. This week. This week. Miracles. Miracles. Yeah. This week. I want you to tell somebody that this week. This week. My miracle. Is on the way. God bless you. Father, we do thank you. We do thank you, Lord, that you have shown us in your word, Father, that there were people that was at the place of giving up, Lord God. That, Father, they had nowhere else to turn, but they turned towards you. And that, Father, and you provided for them, Lord God, what they needed. And so this week, Lord God, we're just asking, Lord, that you would just provide, Lord, because we have nowhere else to turn, Lord. That, Lord, we're dependent on you to move in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, we want to thank you for tuning in today and listening. As Pastor Rodney encouraged us with this timely message of Your miracle is on the way. If you would like to reach out to us for any reason at all, feel free to contact us at www.axcc.org or just slip us a note on our Facebook page. You can reach us at Love Axe. That's L-U-V, capital A, capital C, capital T, capital S. And we will reach back to you. God bless you and have a great week.